Enduring freedom. Enduring freedom. Right. I think they should just call it "Find the Guy Before Anthrax My Backyard." Although this was announced by Colin Powell, who doesn't seem to be able to even pronounce the word Colin. Now he's a dove, though, isn't he? He's one of the moderates. Uh, in this particular war, he is, yeah. Yeah. I think it was his idea to drop these, uh, what they call the humanitarian aid packages onto the heads of the Afghans. <laughs> and uh, I, don't, I don't know if you saw the actual contents of the, uh, they're called daily food rations, and then underneath it says, a gift of the people of the United States. A gift. But it yeah. says it in three languages. Yes. Which are... Spanish, French, and uh, English. Good. Yeah. <laughs> And the actual ingredients are uh, uh, freeze-dried uh, red beans and rice, peanut butter, jam. These are all the ingredients of a uh, Cajun child's diet, but not a... And, uh, and a moist towelette. I'm not making this up. A moist towelette. Oh, no. And it says in three different languages, do not eat. <laughs> now, given that there's a three-year drought, I would imagine that would be the most mouth-watering item in the entire <laughs> So how have the newspapers reacted and TV and... Calm, measured. <laughs> but according to the British papers, we're now living under anthrax terror in this country, a wave of panic, everybody's worried about anthrax. Well, News of the World said it might happen, and do you know what they suggested that we did? Piss on your own of... hanky. <laughs> That's what you used to do in the first war, during the mustard gas. Did they? Yeah, and the troops, yeah, piss on your hanky, I would breathe through that. Did it work? No, but it gave you something to do. <laughs> <you wanted. laughs> And the troops, of course, have been entertained by Jerry and Steps and Bobby Davro. <laughs> if that doesn't put them in the, in the mood for killing people, I don't know what will. <laughs> and, of course, Joe Moore, the uh, PR officer. Yes. Stephen Byers. Yes, she's rather been buried in this first question, hasn't she? <laughs> this is the woman who was watching the Twin Towers, the government spin doctor, and one hour... After the first plane hit, she sent an email saying, this would be a really good time to bury any bad news. How about local councillors' expenses? Unbelievable. An hour later. God, we're accused of being cynical. <laughs> we're not in her league. <laughs> Did you see her apology? Mm. It was an absolute classic New Labour apology. She said, I'm very, very sorry, mainly to her bosses, for causing the embarrassment. No apology to the victims. And then she said, but, hey, we all make mistakes, and the important thing is that we learn. <laughs> can't resist telling us off, New Labour, <laughs> even when they've made the most enormous cock-up. Mm. I thought the important thing that was she was sacked. <laughs> but, uh... Uh, it's the war on terror in Afghanistan, where America's precision bombing of military targets has intensified with the use of missiles so accurate they can hit the exact centre of a big red cross. <laughs> Um, Jenny, uh, your royal appointment. Oh, it's our boy Will. Will Wales there going to university at St Andrews, watched by all the crowds, and the press, who dutifully uh, went away, except for this man's crew. Prince Edward, yes. Yep, they stayed, upset his brother. And yes. how cross is Charles? Charles is very cross indeed. Charles he is incandescent. incandescent. Yes, that's what he said. A palace aide said uh, he didn't just call him an effing idiot, but an effing everything under the sun. <laughs> we don't need quotes. We've got Jenny Bond here. Now, what did he really say? <laughs> Uh, well, I think he was very cross indeed, yes, Ian. She says diplomatically. So, so did Edward know that he was stalking his own brother? Uh, don't know. <laughs> I 
don't, don't know. know. <laughs> Point of being a royal very, correspondent. Very murky. He must have known, because otherwise, if he didn't know, he'd just be sort of like an ignorant tosspot, wouldn't he? <laughs> and we know he's, we know he's not that. <laughs> is Edward, do you think, the Queen's favourite? Well, I think he, uh, he is the favourite because he, he's, he's the youngest. The babies of the family of Fanar. Yeah. And they're quite keen to give him the title of um, Duke of Edinburgh as well when he oh, pops it. God. Mm -hmm. mm. <laughs> <laughs> Not another one. <laughs> um, this is uh, Prince Edward's decision to uh, stop making TV shows about the royal family. According to the Mirror, the ardent crew were filming for a series Edward had sold to a US cable TV network, the A to Z of royalty. Although Edward was apparently astonished to learn they wanted as many as 26 episodes. <laughs> That series has now been axed after only getting as far as C. Still, at least that covered Prince Philip. <laughs> and finally in this round, Paul and James. Bonkers with power. This must refer to the Labour Party. Mm -hmm. Power, bonkers. Right. It can't be Jack Straw. No. It can't be Gordon Brown. No. Bonkers? Power? No, no, no. no. Must be the Prime Minister. Yeah. Strangely, it isn't uh, Blair. It is, in fact... Ed Blunkett. Uh, uh, no. Uh, Gordon Brown. Is, is it? The answer. Yes, he's really. Bonkers. Yeah, you really. So are. much for your political nous. Absolutely, I didn't know he was. You bonkers. wrote a whole book about him, and you well, didn't spot he was bonkers. I didn't spot he was. That's terrible. <laughs> well, this That's is according hopeless. to a, a senior cabinet minister, of course. Ah, uh, bonkers with power is how they described him. Yes. According to your book, Brown is um, rather aggressive in aggressive? cabinet meetings. Only from well, aggressive in a silent way. <laughs> How are you aggressive in a silent way? He's got a machine oh. gun but doesn't tell people about it. <laughs> he broods, he broods, mm -hmm. that's what he does. He was described in your book as having the social skills of a whelk. No, no, I... <laughs> that's unfair to whelks. I... <laughs> you're very well with other crustaceans, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I must apart, really object apart to this suggestion. <laughs> I quoted someone else who said they had been told by a civil servant mm. that mm. he had the social graces of well, that's well. just weedy but it's not true well i don't think it is true actually funnily enough and is he going to be next prime minister and was there a pact there was a pact that somebody thought was a pact and someone else didn't think was a pact and there was a deliberate ambiguity which has been preserved for seven years and which will continue to be preserved until it explodes and they're both in various degrees unhappy so was there someone who thought there was a pact gordon and someone who <laughs> How long have we got? I mean, we go round and round, but yeah, so there no, was no, a... No, no, straight answer. This is what you do on today. Forget the waffle. Let's <laughs> have an answer, Jim. There was a deliberate... No, no, Jim, I asked you, was there a pact? <laughs> was there a pact? <laughs> no, I don't... No. You have an answer. You say no. Oh, yeah. Well, no. I was going to get the audience right, to say, right. was there a pact? Then no. If, right. What if the whole See, audience See, he didn't let me get a word in edgeways. Democracy no. in action. Get the, uh, the audience to ask the question. What are you looking at me like that for? Like I've suddenly suggested you put your penis in a raspberry jelly. I've got the count of three. Everybody just say, where was there a pact? Okay, on the count, we don't have a practice, we go straight for it. Right. On the count of three. One, two, three. Was there a pact? No. Ian and Ross, the same old faces for you. Pollyanna the reindeer, Fang the chick, Sonar the fox, and the Beatles. Oh, I know, they're all vegetarians. Oh, that's a good mm. answer. Except the fox. Yeah, fox is a vegetarian. quite likes chicken. Yeah, he loves chicken. Oh, foxy. <laughs> yeah, he the Beatles are the odd one out. Why is that, then? Because they're the ones who recorded records. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not heard 
like Sonic the Fox. That's oh, true, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, he's, he's this is good. Sonar the Fox, I think you mean. Oh, sorry, I'm thinking of Sonic the Fox. He he's was more better. garage. You're yeah. thinking... <laughs> Do you want a clue to this answer? Yes, yeah, yeah, go on, go on. Uh, it, the answer is in a uh, Beatles song that Ringo sang the lead on. <laughs> little help, well, my no, friend. <laughs> Yellow um, Submarine. Yes, good. Yellow Submarine is good. Ah, no! Right, I've got it. In the Second World War, right, there was a reindeer that the yes. Russians gave, or it might have been the Finns, gave to the British, and it was put in a nuclear submarine, or not, not nuclear submarine, because it was a nuclear submarine, said, put in a submarine, and it was brought back in this country four months later, and this reindeer came out. It was a gift from some people to us people over here. So they've all been in submarines. Uh, the Beatles have been in the submarine, except they've not really been in the submarine, because they wrote about it, so they're in the cartoon version. So the chick, the fox, and the antelope, all been in submarines, but the Beatles haven't. They just wrote a song about it. Is a good and correct answer. Well, hey. <laughs> One of the early days of the Second World War, a reindeer was on board a submarine for four months. Yeah, HMS, HMS Trident. Was it? Yes. <laughs> and Fang the Chick lived on board HMS Repulse uh, in the 70s, and he eventually retired. With a full pension? Uh, I believe so, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Sonar the Fox lives on HMS Ocelot uh, in Chatham at the moment. Does it actually live in there? I've been around HMS Ocelot in Chatham. Yeah, did, did you, you see a fox? No. No. There was no fox in there. No, well, that's because he was around the back in the bin. Being cunning. <laughs> a naval spokesman said he's become a bit of a local celebrity. Uh, and if you've ever been to Chatham, you know how easy that is. <laughs> Pollyanna the reindeer was taken aboard HMS Trident, where the crew were at a loss as to what to do with it, according to one rating. Uh, we tied the reindeer's legs together and took him up the torpedo hatch. <laughs> been at sea a long time. <laughs> and James, your odd circular. The Trials of Robo-Bear. I think this may be the toy that went wrong. This is the rogue bear that sort of like has been produced for Christmas. And you pull a little string mm. and it says, let's have a picnic. Or, my name's Norman.